0: Hey, good afternoon, everyone. This is Tracy Thomas with Revmarketing.com, and I'm here with a very special guest from one of the top martial arts schools in Pflugerville, Texas, if I'm saying that right. You
1: uh, are. And you
0: we'll- are. <laughs> Thank you, sir. Okay. And we have a local renowned martial arts instructor and school owner. And I'd like to welcome Professor uh, Robbie Rabati of Team Rabati. And, and, and Mr. Rabadi, Professor Rabadi, if you say a couple words, you know, to everybody out there that's listening in right now, you know, especially those in your community, do you have any, uh, you know, welcome them to your, uh, you know, uh, your school, I guess, if you could.
1: Yes, sir. Well, first of all, thank you for having me, Tracy. I'm really excited to do this today. And, uh, yeah, I just... Uh, I uh, run a, a jiu-jitsu academy here in Pflugerville, Texas, just north of Austin, and just really excited to be uh, uh, helpful in serving my community and helping both parents and adults, uh, uh, kids obviously, uh, get their, start on their martial arts journey.
0: Great, great. Professor Rabadi, and uh, it, it, could you explain a little bit for the people on the call right now, um, what is the actual term professor, so they understand, you know, from a martial arts standpoint?
1: Yeah, it's just another uh, fundamental term. So I I, I, uh, I love that that term and coach so much because I love the educational aspect of of martial arts. That's the way I look at it. our our schools, our, our academies are just known for as a place to learn, to grow, safe places that have uh, great nurturing environments, uh, helping, helping all from whatever environment to both uh, bond on and off the mats and then uh, grow and uh, as human beings. Great, great. Yeah. Uh, well, Professor Rabati,
0: would you mind telling us just a little bit about yourself and your background, maybe like when you first started, you know, and, and you know, kind
1: of give everybody a little bit of background on yourself? Yes, sir. Um, So I started training back in 1999, and I started in jujitsu and Muay Thai at that time. And uh, I was uh, right around 19 years old. And, uh, you know, loved martial arts before I ever even, ever even started doing martial arts. And it was, so it was a right. goal of mine to do it. Uh, my parents really uh, wanted to see me do it the right way. So when I could pay for it, uh, get myself there, all that stuff. So it would provide a nice backbone of responsibility and discipline uh, leading up to it to set that, uh, that goal and so started training then uh you know felt you know was like i said already in love with it so to say i fell in love instantly is kind of you know uh, uh behind it but uh you know right, loved right. it even more embraced it enjoyed it and then um found something i loved even more was uh as a part of it was the coaching the teaching and being a part of so many people's lives uh, is just uh beyond profound and uh i think it's that yeah. uh That cliche thing of finding your true calling uh, within within what you do, what you what you love to do.
0: And what you just said to me was, uh, you know, really, I just admire it because, you know, I think today's world um, and I'm not saying this in a derogatory account, but a lot of people, you know, even the last two years, you know, with COVID and everything, you know, it's been everybody kind of goes back into themselves. But it sounds like you just really give back to the community and you're really just all about giving back, you know, and I, I find that really, really interesting and definitely admire it.
1: But uh, if you don't mind, uh,
0: what give a little bit of background and a little bit of history, maybe more so of your business
1: mm-hmm. and its location. Yeah, so we so I opened my academy in uh, June of 2009. Um, I had uh, was was obviously training and competing both jujitsu, MMA, uh, just any kind of martial arts um, uh, type competitions. Uh, so I was doing that uh, actively training the entire time. Um and then, so when I uh, saw the opportunity to open my academy, uh, I wanted to do that in, in my community. Uh, I live just north of Austin in Pflugerville, Round Rock. They're really they're really uh, adjacent t- uh, kind of cities, excuse me. And uh, and I was driving into Austin, and so I knew that as the community was growing, that there was a need here and um, was lucky enough that things went well uh, pretty quickly and so was able to feature uh, 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 gi and no gi jiu-jitsu as well as uh, muay thai uh, for both kids and adults and uh, just been uh, pretty lucky to have all that hard work pay off
0: very good very good so, yeah it's exciting to hear that it's just exciting what you do in your community and, uh, and when, you, when you talk about community you know we know that there's several areas you know, from our standpoint where we can see that, you know, and how people actually look for you and, and how much they're engaging with you, you at your school. And one of, a couple of them are at home and at school. Would you mind talking a little bit about, you know, how your program at Team Body actually um, helps children at home and then again at school?
1: Oh for sure I, I think I mean we all know the correlation of martial arts and uh, the the development of both leadership and discipline that's in there and that that valuable mentorship that happens that uh, it's so invaluable and with our with our members we encourage them uh, parents to bring in their kids and let us know when they're struggling at school when there's an issue at home when there's something going on we're happy to be part of the process of addressing it where we got some failing grades on a report card. We had an incident at school. We had something in there. We love to take that opportunity to both mentor, uh, set some guidelines, set some boundaries, uh, understand um, discipline is a part of the opportunity it is to train at Team Rabadi, uh the great opportunity your parents have provided you. And uh we're we're there for them as their support system, um, and as the the ones who who you know really love to do it and, yeah. and enjoy the process. We we never tell them don't take jujitsu away from them as a way to to discipline. No, no, no. Bring them even more. Let right. us help you get that done. And so we've had right. a really outstanding results with that with that uh with that approach
0: yeah a, a couple of things that you mentioned you know what earlier you mentioned goal setting before we just started talking about this actually you know which i just think is amazing you know you know you have uh, and i like you to talk a little bit about some of the length of the, the children come in sometimes at a younger age and they're with you so many years later and yeah. how you actually see those children grow but how the parents see them grow you know the respect and self-discipline that's being taught at home you know because it's such a key aspect it's what's missing in the world today in, you know, once again, I, I admire anybody that's teaching martial arts out there because and something like you know yourself and your team at team or body in Pflugersville, Texas, you know, what's amazing is that you can take somebody and, and, and grow them, but it's not like they come in, they train for a month or two, and then they're gone. And if you talk a little bit about, you know, that life lessons they learn over a period of time.
1: Yeah, absolutely. I, I trade, I think you said it beautifully, even so much of the, the of, of- of what you were saying, kind of baked into the even the, the uh, your your comments on the question is that yeah, it's absolutely within the longevity of doing it. Uh, like anything of value in our lives that really develops anything, it's incremental. It is meant to be paced. Life is paced, and it's building those habits one at a time, while slowly making yourself a person of that habit. And so, uh, um, which and whichever habits that you're looking towards uh, uh, adding and and um, uh, complimenting to who you are. And so yeah, for sure the that the, the time over uh, um, uh, over everything is 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 huge. And so seeing that and and you mentioned it like having the, that great opportunity of seeing people at such a a young age or, or even an older age and then develop over time and watch them become, that different person that they were striving for is, is such a beautiful reward for both sides of it. And it's it's one of those things that, uh, uh, you know, you just love to be a part of.
0: Yeah, and right now, I think everybody that's listening on this call right now, they can feel your passion and the sincerity in what you're teaching and doing. And, you know, in, in a world full of chaos, it seems like there's a lot of things going on that str- people struggle with today. Yeah. And I, I don't think it's as chaotic as we think it is. And I think that somebody like yourself, you know, uh, Professor Rabadi, they can go out to the community and kind of bring a balance or a sense of n- normal life to people just by teaching everything you're saying. You know, from uh, kids to adults, is just absolutely amazing, and I do appreciate that.
1: Sorry, but, thank uh, you we, no. do, we do
0: have a we we have another question. You know, it's one that is kind of is so important today, and. As time goes on, it becomes such a concern of mine. And I know as a martial arts instructor, you have to have this concern that the social activity, the social acceptance, all Mm. these social problems that we're seeing the children grow up with right now. And and some say, you know, some of the psychologists and psychiatrists say it's due to, you know, uh, partially because of all the different apps people have and and Mm. social media and whatnot. But I'd like to talk maybe a little bit about You know, everything from social, you know, especially when the kids are in school, a lot of the social problems turn into somebody having to use self-defense somewhere, or safe defense, or being able to to mitigate a situation by maybe talking them way out of it, you know, teaching them respectful ways to deal with it, or should they be, you know, something occurred to them, they got to be able to defend themselves. But maybe talk a little bit about both the social and the safer self-defense, if you would.
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I, I couldn't agree more with your statement. Um, a- absolutely. So much of that uh, social engagement is that we've become so distant uh, through through everything, right? And so uh, not to just completely jump on cell phones as, as the, as the uh, easiest yeah. one, but just everything's become so greatly distant that we start losing the effect of that, of, of maybe a comment, a, a misdirected comment, really hurting someone hurting someone's feelings and that having a you know snowball effect uh, in a negative way and so so part of the, so, such a part of martial arts academy is the community and in real time learning how to balance and juggle relationships and i think you talk about, as, as the world is evolving and as we are uh, becoming better as human beings and all these types of things in work and production, that some of the soft skills of being a human being are, are kind of being lost in there, the interaction and how to handle those and you've been giving a rise to a greater value of having more powerful soft skills towards, um, on those things. And so, uh, as martial artists, as people who do, who, who train jujitsu, your engagement is so close to people that you, uh, literally cannot in- uh, avoid those types of interactions, um, as being a part of, of, of kind of like, uh, happening so many times, even within a short window, a single training yeah. session. So you are, um, you're constantly challenged to find that balance. And you're talking about obviously the other more obvious thing, people from every type of background possible, you know, smashed together and finding that great harmony in there is, is, is the beauty of, of what you try to work towards. So, uh, yeah, I, yeah, I love the way you phrased it as well. It's, it's, it's so uh, beautifully said in there that so much of that gets lost, uh, with, with less and less communal, um, uh, activities kind of just uh, baked into our society. Things are a little bit tougher. Uh, um, there's there's that sense, and so um, with something like martial arts, when you're when you're when there's so much trust built in, because your health, especially in jiu-jitsu your health is literally in the other person's hands. Man, we're applying an arm bar Man, we're we're, we're trying to sweep somebody. We're, we're taking them down. And these types of ideas, you're establishing trust with total strangers. And it, it really bridges those, 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 those gaps to where you automatically start giving people an opportunity to get close to you. And so you guys uh, uh, really have a great chance of bonding, creating that strong community.
0: Yeah. And you know what I'm listening to you right now, I'm thinking you know back in the days when I uh, to Jitsu, you know for a couple of years. Yeah. And anybody, you know, I, I will just say this because I think this is so important for the, all the listeners right now, it's, it's so important. And actually, Professor Abadi is the expert. He really needs to talk on this. But there are times in life when a child is presented with a level of frustration with another child. It yeah. could be something as much as a push or a shove. It could be verbal. It could be physical. We don't know what it is. Right. They all occur. And then it goes even to the farther level where it's more violence. And, and, and Professor Abadi, I think you're you are the expert here. You need to talk about this because people need to understand that when they're on the mat, they're mm-hmm. dealing with those emotions. You said earlier that habits, creating habits, yeah. they are habitually coming to class. They're, they are creating habits to deal with emotions and frustrations. And you're teaching them how to deal with that at higher levels than they would on the playground. So when something like a push or a shove comes to them, one of your students has been training for quite some time. They're more apt to deal with it much easier, like just brush it off almost because it's like, they have a skill set and their mind is set in a way to know that, hey, look, yeah. I know what I know. Yeah. And I'd like you to talk a little bit about that because I think problems today is children are not learning how to deal with that frustration, that level. And that's anxiety that is created. They're not used to that anymore. And, um, and I think what happens is, is they they lash out, if you will.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I, th- I think you nailed a couple great points to this very thing that we're talking about: um, n- uh, releases for frustration, uh, creating anxieties, um, uh, exacerbating situations, really making—obviously, the the old saying of the the mountain from the molehill type thing when something as simple as walking away and and really not giving credence to uh something as simple as uh, obviously we're just talking about a slight versus self-defense type of thing a a shove an incidental bump something like that and learning to walk away and i have i have absolutely nothing to prove and nothing to really say to this person uh besides move on and understand that and then differentiate between uh, a a true um um, self-defense of myself or somebody else uh, type situation, and so yeah, when you are put, and this is the beauty of it, you are li- literally faced with the uh, with your problem solving as another human being, and and that 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 the you know with the depth of all of that uh, happening while you are going through your own stuff, and so what's great being in the moment, feeling all that stuff happen. It starts bringing out your true self. You can't veil that, you can't cover that. So now you're under this great exposure of like, it's time to grow, it's time to really develop and push ourselves um, to, to, to handle these situations. This is what life is. And do we just bottle it up and take it on the inside and just have these frustrations? Or do we just, you know what? Let's just sweat it out, work as hard as we can, smile, share a comment, find that the person that you just uh, uh, grappled with, did, did jujitsu with uh, for, for, for six, seven, eight, ten minutes, whatever it was, has ha- all the same feelings, all the same yeah. uh, insecurities and in- inadequacies or things that they're working on or, 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 or uh, have on their mind. And you guys can share a smile in a moment there and just understand, hey, we're we're all the same. It's it, we're all the same. We're struggling so much below the surface. It's that it's that calm ocean sea, while so much is churning below the surface that you you have that true understanding and you get to learn it in real time with a true experience that will make you never forget it.
0: That's awesome. You know, and I, I'm just everybody that's out there, you know, in Flugersville, And just to make sure we're on the same page there, uh, Professor Rabadi, when we say Pflugersville, Texas, is there surrounding areas or
1: surrounding towns or, or areas that you know that uh, where are some of your students coming from? So, so many of my students do come from Round Rock, Pflugerville, Austin, of course. Uh, we're right on the north side of Austin. So a lot from okay. Austin and uh, many from Georgetown, where we're actually opening a second academy here uh, very soon. Okay, well, congratulations on that. You.
0: Well, you know, as we as we we narrow down with the time, I'd like to ask you another question. Uh, sure. I know there's a lot of martial arts schools that primarily teach children, and then you know, and then Professor Rabbadi, there's there's Team Rabbadi that really works with uh, adults and adult programs. And sure. could you talk a little bit about your adult program, your martial arts program, and how do, how do people how adults coming there? How do they feel about it? What's their sense, and what do you feel about teaching them? Kind of give the, you know, what it does for them. Everything in general. You know, like, is there stress at work? Is it? Is there things in the community you can help them with? And kind
1: of give the rundown on that, if you don't mind. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So I had that great privilege to also work with adults uh, a ton. We've got an incredible group there. And yeah, so it's it's pretty straightforward. It's a, everyone comes in feeling uh, uncomfortable, unsure, uh, n- not not quite ready to. They want to trust, but uh, unsure are these guys ruffians? Are they looking yeah. to uh, prove a point? Uh, uh, those types of things and. Um, automatically uh, i hope we have that great reputation of of just disarming and feeling like oh they're nice normal people who love to train and love to do martial arts and uh uh, train together and so uh it's it's about a a couple things for us of course it's like um uh, of course there's the physical component and that's a given and that's almost the easier side of the thing you know, yeah. and you know this, Tracy, you've trained many years, yeah. obviously, martial arts is a part of your life, is that your body in, in, in a short period of time starts physically conditioning, you know, you, you, you want to run a marathon, you start running little by little, you, you set small goals, even if it's just walking for a few weeks into into light jogging and it just develops over time. So the physical conditioning happens pretty quickly. And then it's all about the uh, mental, mental side of it. And, uh, you know, that complexity, of yeah. both the, uh, the, the, the chess like approach of jujitsu, right. uh, of course, but then the social side, the, the confidence side uh, of it as well. And it, it's such a layered process and each person is somewhere different on that spectrum some it's it's a it's more of a confidence issue others it's more of a trust issue others it's more of a, a literally like the technical puzzle pieces putting those together issue and yeah. so it's all these different things so uh, uh much credit to my staff who's who's really taking this uh, taking this uh uh behind behind what I like to like to do and they will always like look to tailor it to each person and create personal relationships, even within the academy relationship um, as well. And, you know, and and what's really great and having a great group of students is that they love to follow that lead as well. They love, they love the idea of mentoring teaching others and, and making that a part of what, what their journey is like, no, no, I, I not only want to, you know, achieve my black belt in in, in jujitsu, I want to turn that around, and while I'm doing it, even if somebody is six months uh, uh, my my junior, I want to be part of their process as well to get them up to speed. Because because I as I learn, I want to give, and in fact, I get to learn even more, get to give, uh, get even more as a part of that. And so, uh, you know, what
0: you just said right there, and I'm sorry to cut you there, cut you off. No, there, no, go ahead. But you know, right there, it's so you know, this part about giving back, and yeah. for the parents out there right now, or the adult yeah. students that are out there right now, there's something you really don't understand until you give back that first time in martial arts, yes. you know, or, or or you're working with your instructor on, on doing something to help others greater than yourself, and I, I you know, years ago, you think about, it, I just had a conversation with somebody that's a historian, and they talked about years ago and how how communities were so much tighter than they are today. But it's because they all built their houses together. They all did things together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They struggled yeah. together. They they laughed together. Everything was all the emotions they went through. They went through together. Yeah. And everything you're talking about right now to me is bringing back something that our world is missing, not just here in our country. Now we have a great country, but what's missing in the world today is the the thought about giving back and the, and the fact about caring about other people. And right now, listening to you, it, it's it's so much more than teaching jujitsu to you. And that's what brings you know um, emotions to me. It's like you're really you're really serious about. You're passionate about helping the world. And that's what I love about you. Just listen to you. And for anybody that's listening in right now. I have never met Professor Rabai. This is literally the first time I've ever met him. Yeah. And just listening to him right now, I think anybody else is listening in, whether you're a martial artist here or not, I think you're thinking the same thing I am. Very sincere. And, mm-hmm. you know, when I listen to you, I understand as a martial art, martial arts instructor uh, that I think people have and community members have a a, a, a little bit of a, there needs to be a paradigm shift as far as how people think about jujitsu. It's not what everybody thinks. You don't go to class. It's not, you know, everybody gets hurt. This is, you can listen to what he has a, a set system and what he's teaching and it's so much greater than jujitsu. So, uh, professor Vadi, I have the greatest respect for martial arts instructors any, anywhere, but especially in communities like Flugerville's Texas, where they, they get to meet with you. And like you mentioned to your staff at team or You know, you guys are just doing an amazing thing. But if anybody wants to visit you out there, I see you have a website, rrbjj for Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu, I'm taking that's what that is, .com. And is there any other way, you know, is there, do you want them to reach you out? I see a phone number on your site. That's 512-956-8894. Once again, that's 512-956-8894. But is there any last closing words you have for community members out there thinking about it, whether they're a parent, whether they're a teenager, whether they're an adult.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I just simply close by saying that, um, the One of my favorite sayings, we actually have it uh, painted on our walls. We have it a little bit everywhere all over our academy. There's really two of them. so but, all, but one is the hardest part of training is showing up. so that's that's the given. But the one that that, that I, I love to really talk about uh, is is the journey is the reward. And so we talked about habits. we talked about goal setting. We talked about all those different things and there's that point where where, where you are and where you want to be. that's that's our goal. And we, we, we have to bridge that um, bridge that space. And really what the whole idea is, the goal itself is ephemeral. It's not gonna last forever. So even if that goal is, I'm gonna lose weight, I'm gonna feel more confident all that, well, things will change, right? Like uh, there'll be things that you'll be uh, unconfident about beyond that. There'll, there'll be temptations beyond it. But it's really about this space that in, that's in between those two, where you are and where you wanna be, that is the most important part of that. And where we constantly say the journey is the reward, that's what we're trying to get and trying to create these, these habits that stick with you forever. Uh, whether they're ones about community or they're ones about your physical nature and, and what you start doing instead of me, first thing, reaching for a cup of coffee the moment I'm out of bed, it's, it's, a, it's a glass of water, a walk, then I reward myself with coffee. Those types of small habits and how they compound and, and and affect you and start changing who you are into into becoming the person that you're 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 destined to be that your your potential is pushing you to want to be and that that voice inside that's constantly saying go be the best of you um, that's that's what I would leave everyone with pursue it pursue it even if it's not in martial arts it's in something somewhere and pursue it and really really take it on.
0: Yeah, thank you. And I and I really greatly appreciate everything, you know, uh, t- taking the time to do the interview. And once again, rrbjj.com or 512-956-8894. And reach out to Team Rabadi. Go out and meet Professor Rabadi there in the community and, and see what he has to offer. And uh, once again, thanks everybody for joining us here at revmarketing.com business review. And we look forward to uh, see everybody on the next one. Take care.
1: Bye. Awesome. Thank you, Tracy.